Chudzik. And I'm Hope Miller. And we come to you with the Classy Chicks Podcast. We're two girls in the Chicagoland area. Well, I'm moving to Florida. Uh-huh. Anyways, <laughs> each money we release an aspect of some topic related to femininity, the pro-life movement, or just, you know, girl stuff. And also, you know, our advice on relevant and irrelevant stuff. Totally. Uh, uh, our favorite coffee drinks. And how hectic our lives are. <laughs> Join us and leave feedback on what topics you want to hear about. And follow us on Instagram at, at @classychickspod. Okay, perfect. I think that should be good. Hello, everybody. Hopefully, I don't get any phone calls this time. <laughs> yes. And um, I didn't talk to Hope about this beforehand, but we are going to try very hard to not talk over each other. Yes. Because. No, you did tell me. at Tenebrae. Oh, I did tell yeah. you. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was listening to some of our old episodes, and I think that they're good. We're doing a good job. But right. I think one thing we need to work on is just talking slower and not talking over each other. Well, we both get really excited, and we're used to, like, I don't know, I guess always, like, voicing our opinions and stuff like that. And yeah. so we'll start kind of talking over one another, I guess. And also, both being from big families, I think you just you yes. talk over people. You have to just <laughs> jump in and get your piece in whenever Otherwise, you can. you're not going to be heard. Yeah. <laughs> So, and I'm used to that because I'm a middle child, so I always have to jump in. Mm. Yeah. I'm just the oldest child. I just take control of things, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, it's the first beautiful day in goodness knows how long. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Like, ever. It's gorgeous. I was tanning outside today. You're so lucky. I don't have time, but I wish I could have. I was so tanning. Nice. I was doing my work outside, like, close to my room so I could still get Wi-Fi and, <laughs> and tanning, because that's what I do all the time in the summer when I work from home. Just oh, few days smart. when I work from home. I feel like I can't look at a screen when I'm outside, though. I feel like Everybody I says time. that. I just trained myself to do it because I love the outdoors so okay, much. Okay, good for you. Maybe I'll have it's to look at it. It's probably really bad for my vision. Maybe. I mean, maybe if you're wearing sunglasses, it might not be so I bad. I don't wear sunglasses. Ooh, wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, no. It overheats my computer. Then it starts like buzzing, and then I have to go the, inside. The, oh, jeez! <laughs> the heat does. Jeez, jeez, jeez. Anyway. Yeah, so that's where we're at right now. <laughs> um, I have been getting asked about my necklace like all the time. Not all even just time. by pro lifers, just random oh, yeah. people. It's this craziest thing. Like, what's your necklace? The 1972 from Culture of Life. It basically represents the last year we lived in a culture of life and the year that we want to get back to. Yes. So I had an opportunity at Nordstrom today. Well, we'll call that my classy moment. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, because I was struggling to think of a classy moment. And so, um, yeah, so I went to Nordstrom today. I prom this weekend, and I still don't... Re I mean, like, I have options for dresses, but I'm not settled on anything yet, I guess I should say. I've got a couple dresses on the way still, so I'm kind of up in the air. My poor date is like, what am I supposed to wear? I'm like, so... <laughs> Go by pink, go by gold, and go by two different shades of blue, and we'll just see what I end up wearing. He's like, just, really? Just wear white. <laughs> yeah, right. Just wear a neutral or something. <laughs> He's like, then I'll look like a waiter. I'm like, well, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know, dress problems are something that... Never, no man will understand. No man will understand, and it never gets better. It's like no. hopes, hopes dealing with prom dress struggles. I'm dealing with dress struggles for my banquet. It's like... It's and the stress, it's like men will not understand it. It's just it's enormous and something that just takes up so much time. So much time. And it's just so inconvenient. Well, like for and example, especially when you go to so many different events and you can't like like when well, you you can't wear the same dress. Why can't you? I don't get the stigma that the girls can't. Uh, I know. I know it's so weird. I mean, but we follow the stigma. I know. <laughs> I'm like I 
all these people are so like, we need to save the environment, and yet we buy a new dress for I every know. single occasion. Well, it's because, it's just because you have so many Instagram posts, you have videos with yourself in it, Yeah. and then people are like, did you wear that dress again? Yeah, they're like, why do you need to do photos in the same dress? I'm like, um, I mean, for example, I have this nice staple black dress that I'm going to be able to wear to multiple events this okay. year. Okay, black dresses, white dresses, right. Neutral yeah. dresses. So that's, you know, what I'm doing there. And I try, and I, obviously I have a bunch of different dresses, just like church and stuff. But with the more, like, expensive formal dresses, the only reason I get a new dress for prom and stuff is just because it's, like, prom photos one time, you know? Right, yeah. Like, you can't wear the same dress to do proms. Yeah, no, that would be really <laughs> weird. So, but if it's, like, things like, like, for example... The dress that I got today, I could easily, easily wear to a wedding. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm going to try and find... But the dress, the prom dress I wore last year is, like, the only place I could see myself wearing it is that if I got asked to be a bridesmaid and their color was that color. <laughs> exactly that so, color. Yeah, yeah, no, we'll see. But anyways, um, so the lady at the checkout asked me what it was, and I had an opportunity to explain it to her or whatever. And they were still kind of confused even your after necklace. I explained You're it. You're back to talking about Yeah, yeah. Necklace necklace or whatever but she asked me like she wrote it down the place that she it was or whatever and I was like it's a whole you know I kind of like made it a little bit sneaky because it was like I was like it's a whole shop dedicated to 1972 like it, you know since you're born in that you know year I mean you should go shop oh, there. Oh she was born in 1972. Yeah so that's why she was so intrigued yeah. by it. And so she like wrote it down she's like I'm gonna go buy some stuff in there and like little do you know there's a pro. Did you message. tell her you were so just I thought, like <laughs> I thought I made that clear but they didn't pick up on it okay, so I was right. like you know what I'm gonna let them find yeah. out for themselves. Good. So I like that, that my classy good. moment. That's a good classy moment. Yeah what's your classy moment? My classy moment, so, um, so basically my classy moment is that I felt very classy this weekend because I was at a hotel and I, okay, so I go to hotels a lot. Let's just start with that. I travel a lot. I go to hotels a lot. And a lot of the times being in a hotel makes me feel very like trashy. Like, not that I'm at trashy hotels, but even just plain regular hotels. I don't like hotels. There's weird people all over the place. Like, you think that, like, I don't know. You think that they're going to be fine because the regular hotels and not motels. You know, like Hilton's or Hamptons, but they're just strange. Um, Aren't they owned by the Pritzkers? Hilton Hotel? I think so. <laughs> You're yeah. right. But anyway, so I went to this hotel this weekend because we were basically at our church, like, the whole weekend helping with, like, setting up and all the stuff. And our church was, like, an hour away from our house. So after each Easter vigil, my family stayed at a hotel. And it was such a nice hotel for the area. And it had, like, it was just, it was gorgeous. It was aesthetically pleasing. Everybody, the people were nice. I met some random people there, which normally you don't, like, really talk to random people at hotels. There was a working hot tub. There was a working hot tub. I'm so jealous. It just, everything about it was just nice. And I was really stressed because of Easter weekend really stresses me out. And it just made everything so much better and I was I went to the they had like a rooftop bar and a downstairs bar and obviously like I don't drink I'm not 21 we're just gonna put that out there I always forget that you're not 21 but I know everybody <laughs> does <laughs> but um I had my nice little virgin drink and I was on the rooftop bar and I was just like this is amazing and I was like I kind of feel like it was a god thing because I was really stressed about going down there and being down there the whole weekend and god just made it like a lot better of an experience. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> the Lincoln Hotel I was just at didn't have a hot tub. That stunk. Yeah. And it was Most like a new them... hot tub. Dude, it was like, I, I didn't have to pay for it, but it was like $400 a night. I'm like, 
That's so expensive. Wait, and you, you don't have oh. a hot tub. Did they not have one or was it not working? They didn't have one. That's so dumb. That's so dumb. Like, who has a pool without a hot tub? I, I just agree. don't understand that. So many hotels, Especially though, for hotels. Well, hotels, a lot of the hotels that I go to advertise that they have a hot tub because I always check. <laughs> they Me advertise too. that they have a hot tub. And then they say it's not working right now still because of COVID. I'm like, COVID, guys, it's been gone. It's, all, it's over. It's been it gone. It doesn't exist anymore. So, yeah, um... That's fun. I, I mean, it depends. I mean, if you experience hotels in the right way, but I always feel like whenever I go to a hotel, I'm always, like, racing from one thing to the next, and so I don't really get to, like, relax ever. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 So definitely. it kind of just makes, like, it's just, like, a place Most to sleep. Most of the time. Most yeah. of the time. Especially like, when even, you're going like, all the events that I have, they're always at, like, 8 in the morning, and I'm like, why mm -hmm. do I have to get up this early? Like, why can't they be at, like, 1 in the afternoon? I know. So, you think people would somehow catch on to that, but they don't. Yeah, right? Um... So, I have a couple trashy things. Um, first and foremost, my nails. Um, so, I, I'm excited for prom, I think. Oh, why are your nails trashy? My nails are no, going to be my me, trashy let explain. <laughs> let me explain. I love that. So, I'm excited for prom because, you know, I'll be going with my date and everything and it'll be fun. It will be fun. But leading up to it, the whole planning process, the nails, the dress, everything is stressful about it. Like, mm -hmm. it, it's so, like, I just want it oh, to yeah. be over with. Like, yeah. I don't even know what I'm going to do with my hair because that was stressful, too, because, you know, I'll explain that off, off the pod. But, um, anyways, so the whole thing has just been stressful. So, anyways, I got to get my nails done, right? And I'm do I'm paying for my sister and my best friend because birthday presents. I saw this on TikTok. Oh, you did? You were complaining on oh, TikTok. Oh, I was so mad. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. Well, I'm going to still say it because of the pot. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, I get there. I tell them. And I, and I said this on the phone, and they put me down for the wrong thing, and I said, no, tip extensions with dipping powder. It was not that hard. And they just straight up told me no. Like, didn't give me an option, didn't give me alternatives, didn't give me, like, oh, well, it costs this much. Nothing about money was said. Straight up told me, no, this is what you're getting. And, like, me being as naive I am as I am in the real world, I kind of just thought that they were saying, like, oh, well, it's actually just called this. Like, it's not called tip yeah. extensions with dipping powder. It's actually called this. And then right. I start putting a full nail on my finger. And I'm like, I don't like the full nail because it doesn't <laughs> feel good. Um, I also just want it to be partly my real nail. Like, if I wanted fake nails, I'd go buy press-ons, you know? Mm, um, yeah. And so, not not my thing. Not to mention, they're, like, cutting my cuticles and they made it bleed. And it was, like, still singing. Ugh, whole thing. Annoying. And the girl was, like, super impatient with me. And it's supposed to be this, like, pretty ombre. And it it's looks... pretty, Hope. Your nails are pretty. This okay. one's, like, basically white. I don't know. It was just kind of like a... It is a little... Not like the best. No, job, yeah, but, it's not the right. like you can still kind of tell that they're ombre, but like mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to get over it. So, anyways, I go to the <laughs> checkout. She tells me each person is ninety dollars plus tip, and I'm like, I was prepared That's for forty five to sixty. Ninety dollars is because I get um regular fake nails, fake nails like that when I go get my nails done. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's $60. Yeah. Like, it's not more I than $60. I was prepared for When 60. I go to Florida to a high-end place, it's like $75. Wow. Yeah. I don't know where you went, but it's that's called, insane. Actually, I don't mind saying it. It's Royal Boutique Nails in Long Grove. It was okay, I've never awful. Um, the place was super cute. The people were, they were nice. Well, here's I mean, what I'll say. This is what I thought of when I saw your TikTok. Um, so, a lot of nail places don't do debt. Like, they just don't But do they yet. had it but on they, their sign. They had it, and they told you. Yes. So, that's the other thing, is as I'm so leaving, I'm like, so weird. I'm pissed because I'm like, some, $270, I was like, 
I don't know what to tell. I was like, I, do, I was like freaking out because I hate conf confrontation with those kind of people because I know they're about to go make a Karen TikTok of me, you know? Um, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't. And she's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I didn't ask for this service and you're making me pay for this service. I was like, and I didn't say this, but I'm like, I'm, I'm in high school. I make my own money. I was buying, I was treating myself and my two, you know, my sister, and my friend to this. And like, I'm not made of money. I don't just have money to go throw around. Like I'm not some no, rich suburban. Like, I think just... you were definitely taking advantage yeah. of. Yeah. So my mom was trying to get money back for me and she got like, and oh, at the nail salon, they did drop it. Ten dollars per person. That's still eighty dollars. I was prepared to pay sixty per person, and so I'm like, still, I want those that money back, you know. And so um, my mom called or whatever, and they're like, we can give her twenty percent and then twenty dollars. I'm like, that doesn't even make sense though. And then she's like, actually, no, we can't give her the twenty percent. We can just give her twenty dollars. And I'm like, at the end of the day, I would probably, I don't know if I would take the twenty dollars because the twenty dollars would be to the salon. Um, and I don't know if I would go back if it was just $20. If they gave me a free service, it would be worth it, you know, like just mm. something, but they didn't. And so my mom said, okay, have the store manager call me or whatever. And they haven't called her yet. So we're going to see if I get any money there. Oh my goodness. But I'm like, this is ridiculous. You're making me pay an extra, well, um, the other thing is $90 for a service I didn't ask for, you know, dip is normally more expensive than fake nails, but it wasn't. Well, which is why this is just also strange. So, on the thing, it was $45 for a tip extension. And, and they told my mom that on the phone. They're like, well, she still would have paid $60 for what she asked for. It's like, yeah, she was prepared to pay 180 not 240 you right, know? Right, right. So, we're going to, I don't know. I felt kind of trashy being like that, but at the same time, you took advantage <laughs> Well, you of me. did take it to a different level, but that I that's unheard of. $90? Yeah. Like, literally, I don't even pay that, like I said, in that high-end place in Florida. I know. It was wretched. And it made it worse <laughs> that I was paying for other people, too. So, right. it was just... And, like, Faith and Rachel did offer, like, oh, like, can I pay... And I was like, no, it was a birthday present. Like, I'm not yeah. going to do that to you. But I'm like, oh, my gosh. Um, so, that sucked. But, yeah. <laughs> well, my trashy moment is also my nails. But, basically, it's just my nails because they look ratchet <laughs> and I realized that today they looked disgusting they were really pretty for Easter it was a bright pink color and then should we post on our story a picture of our nails <laughs> a picture of my nails yeah we should will. we just make this the graphic <laughs> ew, ew. I think that but would be my funny. nails like almost never look like this like I almost always have my and nails my done. nails normally look like Savannah's nails so how <laughs> so the turntables a, a switch time and I just really haven't had time to get my nails done I, I mean, the done. thing is, I could always make time, but I just haven't gotten my nails also, done. Also, I've gone to get my nails done three times, and I never have been sat next to the person who I go with. Like, when I went with oh, you yeah, and Amber, no. you and Amber sat together. <laughs> oh, and then when that I went doesn't with, happen. It doesn't happen. When I went with Rachel and Faith, and no. got Rachel and Faith sat next to each other, and Ava, and I was at a different, like, oh, all the It never happens. I go to get my nails done literally every two weeks. It doesn't happen. You, so don't, you don't sit next to the people that you go with. Um, But... What's nice, and honestly, getting your nails done is not relaxing or anything. It's just, no, it's not. I don't but like it. But getting pedicures, I really enjoy. I've never like, done that before. If I'm gonna go with a friend for something, I go. We all get pedicures together because they'll sit you all next to each other, and you can talk, and you can be on your phone, and all this stuff. It's just a lot nicer than getting your nails done. This sounds like it. Yeah, because with getting your nails done, you can't use your hands. You're just you can't use your hands. I did put an AirPod in just like, listen to podcasts. But... Oh, that's a good idea. Your arms like hurt. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. You can't move. If you have a scratch, that sucks. Um, yeah, so that's Anyway, fun. guys. Anyways, today's topic is going to actually be not necessarily a deep dive. But not like about a, our nails. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not going to do a deep dive about our nails. Um, 
but we're actually going to talk a little bit more about like I guess the current pro-life movement and where it's set to be and what will happen with Roe versus Wade and everything like that and what we think about that whole situation now we're not very much into law I think Savannah and I are both very removed from politics I know I, mean, I am I, you hope is you're a lot more removed from politics than I am politics is not my forte but it's like being being so Illinois right to life is not political right I work for Illinois right to life Illinois right to life action is our c4 so it's political so I have to be involved in some sort of politics um I also do enjoy sort of uh politics or like you know like like keeping up with certain politicians that kind of stuff I enjoy that to a level but like politics like by like, Alex like Clark? pop no 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 not like that like just the word politics um what is politics basically from what I understand like I just use that word I don't actually know if it's real but like the pop of like politics like the trending stuff like what's going on like young adults who are involved in politics that kind okay. of stuff um but, but anyway, Hope and I's point is that we are very involved in the pro-life movement and there's a lot of legal stuff, go a lot of different legal stuff going on in the pro-life movement right now. And we're not, we're just going to have kind of a conversation about it. We're not like, if we say something wrong, we'll try not to, but we are not like legal experts. Um, I work with some legal experts, so I know some things from them, but just so you know, we're two young girls involved in the pro-life movement and there's a lot of legal stuff going on this year. There's not always, but there is this year. And we think it's important to just kind of highlight it and make people aware of what's going on. Yeah, for sure. Um, for me personally, like, so I was in Jefferson City this past week. Um, not weekend. It was Tuesday to Wednesday um, for the Midwest March for Life. Um, if I haven't really posted, like, on social media, like, an actual post yet, but I posted a lot on my story. Um... Anyways, it was the coolest opportunity ever. Uh, a lot came out of it, which is always great. Um, oh my gosh, I think my nails are already peeling off. Wow. Um, anyways, so it was a great opportunity. But with all that being said, there's also a lot of talk about Roe versus Wade and just everyone's different takes on it from politicians to me to Abby Johnson. Like everyone's what, what everyone is saying about it. And, and you know what I said in my speech was that when and if Roe versus Wade is overturned, it will get worse before it gets better because then it'll be rather than like one big battle like we're fighting the united states supreme court you know like to get it back in the court or whatever it is now 50 little things and while some might be easy wins such as oklahoma and texas and things like that some will be incredibly hard and those people who live in states such as oklahoma and texas will travel to blue states to obtain those abortions so with Roe overturning, I don't think that many abortions will go down. I think that they'll just go up in different states and lower in other states and eventually even out. Because a woman who wants an abortion will go to high ends to get that abortion. Um, they've even created, um, Abby was telling me at dinner, that they've created this like mason jar where they use it like to perform abortions. What so it's like a home. Heck? It's like a home made piece of equipment that like can be used to perform an abortion That's with a mason jar yeah i mean i believe it so i don't know and then like you know plant parent is handing out abortion pills left and right and girls are being left to bleed out on their well, floors of the bathroom so it's yeah. just kind of like i no, i definitely see what you're saying and definitely partially agree with it so 
before I mean before we get into this basically we we all want Roe to be overturned right that's we all like it's literally I cannot even describe to you how amazing it's going to be when and if Roe is overturned that's amazing because that's a huge that's a huge battle one you know it's not the war one it's a huge battle one because in a lot of a lot of states that have trigger laws there's not going to be abortions any legal abortions anymore um but like Hope was saying the other states, such as Illinois, have been preparing for this day. And the pro-choice movement is so obvious about the fact that they think the road is going to be overturned too, right? Because all these abortion clinics built on our borders, all this this spreading of these abortion pills, do it at home, do it yourself, which I just think <laughs> DIY. is so ironic because their whole thing has been... Do we, we really want to go back to the... Okay, well, this is really interesting because like... Okay, so... Ooh, sorry. Did I just shake your whole car? Yeah, you did. I'm so sorry. Well, wait, um, let me finish my sentence oh, yeah, and then sorry. you can say what you're saying. The whole thing, the pro-choice movement's whole thing has been, we don't want to go back to the days where women have to do do-it-yourself abortions. And they're literally encouraging women to do do-it-yourself abortions. Right. So the pro-choice movement has put out, like, a thing. Like, I'm not exactly sure. It might have been Planned Parenthood. Um, but put out this thing saying um, to stop, stop putting coat hangers on your signs because we don't want to stigmatize at-home abortions because now they're promoting them. <laughs> I know. It's just so ironic. Very, so ironic. very ironic. Yeah, so that's concerning, obviously. Um, so the battle with the law is obviously incredibly important, but the reason I don't get involved with politics is because while the law might change a lot of things and they're helpful, ultimately these at-home abortions and things like that are still going to happen, whether it be mason jars or abortion pills prescribed by a doctor at Planned Parenthood, whomever it may be. Um... And so, uh, where was I going with this? Um, Not so much about the politics. Yeah, it, it, hearts and minds need to be changed. That's, I agree. I was just going to say, it's a, it's a battle to change hearts. And the thing is, though, I think, it, I think it really is a balance. Because ultimately, we are going to need to change people's hearts and minds and change the culture. Right. But we also need to change legislation. So I think it's just there's different people on different fronts of the movement. Um, and... It's going to be amazing when Rose overturned. It's going to make our work in Illinois um, a lot harder. And the thing is, it's going to make our work in Illinois a lot harder because women are going to be coming. But it's also going to make our work in states, in freer states, states, or sorry, in states that basically ban abortion a lot harder because there's going to be a lot more women in need. So we're going to need to support the pregnancy resource centers a lot more. Right, right, right. Well, the other thing is I was talking to a lady at dinner on Tuesday night. So there was a big speaker dinner before, like the night before the main march or whatever. So I was talking to one of the ladies next to me and I was like, what is Missouri's secret? Like, how did you guys outlaw abortion? So like you were one of the first states to do it. Like, how did you do it? This is like incredible. Um, and they said, it's because we stopped fighting with other organizations and we all started uniting mm-hmm. together. And that is, that makes so much sense. And like, kudos to them. Um, and now what I'm thinking is that, specifically for the Midwest, because that's where I'm at, with Illinois being under attack and it becoming America's abortion capital, the Midwest is going to need to unite to basically fight this. Oh, definitely. I mean, that's how, um, that's how Personal Pack, which Personal Pack is like the biggest funding of like abor- the abortion industry in Illinois, that's how they got together. They all united. You know, it wasn't all these small little groups. It was a united front right and they combated and that's what we need to do we all need to unite under this 
we don't want abortion, you know? Like, there might be many different tactics, but we need to unite, figure out what the back- right. best tactic because is. Because you might have, like, like for example, if you start putting religion in the mix, well, you're Catholic, you're Christian, you're Lutheran, like, I can't work with you, that's not going to work, you know? No, of course Or, like, not. if you're, like, well, you're Democrat and you're Republican, it's like, okay, but we both agree that killing babies is wrong. Right, So, right. like, no matter what it is, if we can all just unite to get this one thing, and then we can start working on the other things, such as converting people or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. But right now, we all need to unite and just fight this one singular battle. Um, you might have also seen this on my TikTok. I don't know who stalks my TikTok and who doesn't. Although TikTok um, has me, I don't talk, stalk your TikTok. I follow you because I'm a good friend. <laughs> Thank you. I follow you too. Um, but there's this new thing where you can see who's, who's viewing your profile. Like who will go to your profile and be, oh, it's the worst. It's so funny. I can just see it. Oh, I've heard of that. I don't understand how to use it. Oh, there's just like an you eyeball just, like, on the go. top. Who stalks you? Um... Connell's ex's sister did. Okay, maybe um, so not. that was funny. <laughs> maybe we won't um, talk about this. <laughs> so that was funny. funny. Um, but yeah, anyways, so but the other thing is, so let me explain. So at this dinner, me being me, I was like, so they're at, literally by her own choosing, Abby is literally coming to sit next to me. Not that she knew who I was, but she knew who mom was. Um, mm-hmm. And and then this random dude pulled her over or whatever um i'll explain more off camp or off the top because it was really funny but um anyways so then there was an open seat like across the table for her my mom's like go get it and i was like i just feel like that's so like fangirl like pick me like "Eh." she's like no go do it and i was like okay so i went i sat there or whatever and i talked to the two girls next to me which was like again like such a like that in and of itself like i would have just sat there just to talk to those two girls because those two women who i didn't even know were like the coolest women ever and they're the ones Mm -hmm. who told me about missouri uniting and everything like that Mm -hmm. and hearing their stories and everything was so cool and they let me share mine obviously which was also awesome but anyways sitting next to abby i'm not the kind of person who has like a million and a half questions you know like i just kind of like to listen in and then like with this situation i didn't want to be like so here's my story like look at me Mm -hmm. i'm so not me um so i just listened a lot which if you just listen you can learn a lot and one thing she said that like really stuck out was that pro-choicers have this urgency to kill babies and pro-lifers don't have that same urgency Mm -hmm. to save babies yeah and like there are pro-lifers who do have that urgency like me and savannah like i will do anything at any time of the day like savannah's been woken up in the middle of the night to a phone call of a lady who you know was yeah many times yeah very unhealthy (laughs) you do what you gotta do (laughs) exactly and so like you know there are those people who do i mean lila rose is one of those people my grandma my Mm -hmm. grandpa my you know my uncle those are the kind of people who have that urgency to save those babies but there are people who just say they're pro-life by name but then they don't have that urgency to get on that streets and they don't have that urgency to you know do whatever they can to stop abortion with you know all of their being yeah there's this really good quote by scott klusendorf i'm gonna butcher it i don't remember what exactly it is but it's like most people just most people do enough in regard to abortion to set to ease their consciousness but not enough to stop the killing Oof, and i think that's really that's good because it's like if we really believed if we really understood that there was more than 2,000 children being killed in America every day? Like, would we just be going around and living our lives like well, this? Well, yeah, it's it's really sad. And, like, I myself don't... Like, I actually recently got mad at a friend because 
I'm going to keep them ungender specified, so I'm just going to say they. Um, <laughs> and I feel really stupid saying that. Um, but they didn't uh, want to attend event, and they said something that kind of just, like, bothered me. And I was like, I don't get this. Like, if you don't – pro-life activism doesn't need to be your calling in life, your end-all, be-all. Mm-hmm. But if you have an opportunity – you need to be there. Like, I don't understand mm-hmm. this. How can you just go about living your life like normal, relaxing at home, sleeping in on a Saturday, yeah. when you know that there are babies being slaughtered at the hands of somebody else's convenience? No, it's so true. It's so true. It's so true. It is? <laughs> and that's why we do what we do. <laughs> right. So with Roe, I mean, really, I mean, I can't even say if I think it'll be overturned or not. I mean, I... The only reason I say it will be overturned is because so many... Um, legal professionals, pro-life and pro-choice people have literally put their reputation on the line saying it will be overturned. And I don't know enough about the Supreme Court, about whatever, to say one way or another, but I trust them enough that I I agree it will be overturned. And that'll be a party and a half. Yeah, that will be a party and a half. Um, Do we have an exact date of when? Um, So before July, basically. So they think end of May, early June. So like soon. Wow, that'll mm-hmm. be interesting. Yeah, that was back in December. We were right. So basically, they decided to hear the case in May of last year. I think it was like May 11th. They decided to hear the Dobbs v. Jackson case, which has the potential to overturn Roe v. Wade. Right. And according to my um, coworker, um, basically they wouldn't have taken the case. They took so long to take the case. Normally, they decide within a few weeks if they're going to take a case. But they, um. They didn't decide to take the case until May. I think they started deciding in, like, January of last year. They decided to take the case in May. And then the oral arguments, like, the whole, the the day of oral arguments was in December. And then now, and basically everybody is, like, they already have their decision made. By the time they do the oral arguments, they're kind of just for show. And now it's just a matter of waiting until the decision comes down. And I was talking Why to my coworkers. Why is it taking so long for the well, decision to come? Well, the thing is, I... It's strategy. It's political strategy of when they're going to release it. Um, and I was talking to my, my coworkers the other day, and I was like, how like how is this going to, like, what? Are we going to, like, hear, like, a news broadcast? Like, Rob is overturned. Like, how are we going to know? You how know what I mean? How will that be announced? Exactly. And she's like, literally, they'll just release um, release a statement saying that Roe has been overturned. Like, in the old days, she said you had to be on the, the steps of the Supreme Court to here like to get the paper saying with the the results of the decision now it's just gonna be online so we're just gonna see it and then the whole pro-life and pro-choice movement is gonna go ballistic yeah seriously (laughs) so we don't i I mean i personally don't want to like put you down like thinking that like oh this isn't a great thing i mean it is a great thing it is like one of our biggest steps in the pro-life movement it's one of our biggest it's gonna be such a victory and if you ask anybody who's been in the pro-life movement for forever they're they're gonna say they never thought they'd see this day. Yeah. So it is exciting. It is amazing. But that it just because Roe is overturned does not mean abortion is over, and it does not mean that our battle is done, and it does exactly. not mean that you shouldn't continue fighting against abortion uh, for the rest of your life. I mean, it's I, just gonna. Make, I won't slow down. Um, and nobody. It's nobody just else should. like it literally gives me chills when I think about the fact, and like I see this everywhere I go, and I feel like people just don't understand. We're in an amazing time in history. Like everyone's yeah. like, "This is crap. Life is crap. This is terrible." Stop it. This is like, you guys, like our parents in the pro-life movement. Like I talk to my dad about this all the time. He's like, "This is like 
this is just amazing. Like, I never would have thought you would have gotten to live through this time and be in the pro-life movement in this time. So if you're thinking about getting involved, don't wait. Like, get involved now. You're making history. Yeah, you're going to be in history books. So cool. Isn't that so amazing? Yeah, it is. Yeah, the whole history of the pro-life movement is going to be one that our great-grandchildren look back on and are just astonished at. And that they have grandparents fighting in it. And they're going to look back and be like, wow, I cannot believe how stupid they were. Just and, like how we look back you know, on. They're going to look back... And if their parents didn't, you know, I think about this sometimes. Like, what are we going to tell our children? If, like, we're, are we going to be able to tell them, hey, I was involved in stopping the largest genocide? Or are we going to tell them, oh, no, I just, you know, lived my everyday life while this was going on? Yeah, you know? this would be a pretty cool story when we like, say, like... Like, this, like, there were 2,000 children being killed every day in the United States. What were you doing? Oh, I was just, you know, working a corporate job, you know? Lame. Like, what? That's lame. <laughs> no, I was helping stop this. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be really cool to look back on and everything. I look forward to that day. Um, but yeah, um, let us know if you have any questions because if we can't answer them, we know people who can. Yeah. So, yeah, my, um, yeah. specifics are specifics can be hard. I, I think I'm a lot better than I was before just because I've had to learn so much about this kind of stuff. But um, basically, yeah, just keep an eye out. Keep, keep sharing posts. Keep... Um, keep an eye out, but yeah, that's about it, I think. Yeah, essentially, we just wanted to share with you guys, like, our thoughts on it and, like, what we intend to do and... And not, like, obviously ignore the fact that, like, this is happening soon, you yeah. know? Like, who knows? This could happen before this podcast released. Probably not, because it'll be released in two weeks, yeah? Oh, yeah. But... Yeah, probably no, probably not. not. But, but we'll, we'll have a very exciting a podcast, podcast when, it, when does. it is released. <laughs> if it, oh my gosh, what happens if it's released and it's not overturned? Oh, I think literally the world would explode. Like I can't, I haven't even like really thought about it. I know and, like, what would happen. Know, like what would like, we do? Well, the thing. Okay, the other thing be? is. So I was also talking to my coworkers about this the other day. It's effectively been overturned by the Supreme Court upholding the Texas law. Um, what's going on in, in Florida, the governor passing the 15-week bill. That shouldn't be allowed with Roe v. Wade. That's what I was saying. So it's effectively already overturned. Right. They just need to announce it. So that's why everyone is so confident. You okay, know? okay. That makes much more sense. No, because the thing about that was like with Oklahoma saying right? they're, you know, from the moment of conception. Right. Um, it's effectively like... They're doing this, and because the Supreme Court isn't doing anything, they're like, you know. It must be. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty, guys. Well, anyway, that's where we're at with that. A very positive podcast. We are. Today. Well, I feel like Savannah and I are both more optimistic people. Than, yeah. You know, um, but I will tell you, I will spiral into depression if Rose and Overton. Oh Just yeah. Just kidding. I, think everyone, no, I don't think. I, think, I'll spiral I mean, into I know that I will because I'll I know still be that, stuck in Illinois. I know that so. we're gonna. <laughs> There's no way, though. It's like, what are they... If they say that Roe isn't overturned, somehow they're going to have to, like, say that the that Texas and Florida and all these other states can't make all these laws. I know. Like, so that would it's be like, weird. It's like, it's not going to work. It's not going to happen, you know? All right. All right, you guys. So thanks for tuning in. Anyway. And uh, <laughs> send in your classy, trashy moments. We love reading those. Oh, I should read... I should read from, from some... Uh, for next pod. That would be fun. Yes. Um, but with all that being said, thank you guys for listening. Have a wonderful Monday. Yeah, do that. That's a good idea. <laughs>